This is Wrestling is for Girls, a weekly wrestling podcast that's more color commentary than play-by-play. Each week we dig into Raw, SmackDown, recent pay-per-views, and wrestling news, plus all the random stuff we can't wait to talk about with each other and you. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and on Twitter at WIFGirlsPod. With me, as always, is dear, dear, dear Abigail. Oh, it's so many dears. And we're very excited to talk to you about SmackDown and Raw and our crown jewel predictions. It's a big week at Wrestling is for Girls, but uh, Jillian and I are prepared. We're going to go through it together, and we're all going to hang on to our butts going into Crown Jewel. It's going to be great. It is. It, not Fight Pit great, but still pretty great. I mean, you know, Fight Pit was moderately <laughs> disappointing for me. So, <laughs> so it, it might be, be Fight Pit great. <laughs> it might be Fight Pit great. I really enjoyed Fight Pit. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I tend to overhype things, so... So where do you want to start? Where do you want to kick us off? I mean, I guess we could go in order. We could start with SmackDown. You're such a stickler for rules. Let's do it. (laughs) Uh, I learned a thing, so um, which I guess is partially wrestling news. So I'm I'm not sure, but you know, the storyline is that Sheamus is injured, right? And that's why he's Mm -hmm. not with the Brawling Brutes. But he was actually getting married. Isn't that great? Seamus found love. That's so nice. In this world, that's all any of us can ask for is to find someone to share it with. I saw a picture of him with his bride and his hair looked hilarious because, (laughs) bless him, he usually has it up and spiky and it was just like like he got caught in the rain. It was adorable. But anyway, congratulations to Seamus and Um, Lady Seamus. Mrs. Seamus. I don't know her name. I don't either. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but we're happy for her, nonetheless. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we had some Brawlin' Brutes versus some Solo Sokoa and Sammy. The oosiest. <laughs> and I feel I'm getting like, ahead of myself. Well, I was just going to say, I feel like, you know, all of this is, you know, the match is fine, whatever. But, of course, it all leads up to one of the most incredible <laughs> moments I have ever seen in wrestling. Which was like, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen people struggle to keep character. It was amazing. So much. Like, it was so amazing. And I also feel like you brought up, I don't know, a few episodes ago, that Wade Barrett made the comment about getting Usi. Yes. And now the world is acting like Sami Zayn made it up. Now, maybe he did. Maybe... He did. came up even he before did. that. Okay, yes. Good. Okay. I just yeah, wanted to make sure. I feel like Usi is one of those things where it can have a lot of different meanings. You know, it can mean many things to be Usi. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm Usi at all. <laughs> I, I mean, when I think of people who are Usi, you may not be at the top of the list, but you're certainly on the list. I'm going to try to climb that list. I don't know how, <laughs> but I feel like there's got to be some kind of like app maybe they could develop yeah. an Usi app i love that idea get Usi points Usi so- <laughs> <laughs> Usi bucks to spend mm-hmm. at the wwe shop activities earn Usi bucks okay i have a question for you hey, so roman know. reigns comes out right yes and i've noticed this before and i forget to bring it up and then it happened again on raw because he showed up on raw but like those animations that happen <laughs> Like, 
I hate them so much. The Roman Reigns animation. Like, not yes. so much that weird dumb robot thing that shows up, but, like, the... Mm-hmm. It's not even, Well, it's kind of animated, but just, like, stands there like a statue. Is that supposed yes. to be as shitty looking as it is? Because it looks fucking terrible. So I can't tell if it's supposed to look like a statue. I or mean... Or maybe they just, like, didn't want to spend the budget. But I don't understand. Because, again, to bring it back to Twilight, it's, like, the more money they made, the worse... Yes. The makeup and hair got and i feel like they have so much money at wwe why do these look so terrible i think that's a very good point like the the animated 3d graphics they do during entrances all are the equivalent of a party city wig used in a big budget movie it's just super annoying and i no, i don't think they're intentionally meant to look bad but i do think that they farm out some of this work to like really ambitious junior high graphics design (laughs) students because it's a great cost savings i mean i can't imagine how much these things must cost to produce because i'm just like a good graphic designer which they don't have but any graphic designer is expensive it is and i i think i mean whatever they create is going to be leaps and bounds better than anything i could ever do but it's just like i feel like the one they do i don't know if they do like if they do a 3d one for bianca belair I feel like she they has, did like at WrestleMania. Lips with the that one looks braid. much better. That looks so much better than the dumb statues. I mean, okay, so two things here. One, I agree, but that's a really low bar. It's a really, Fair. really low it's bar. It's not a person you're trying to animate. Right. And so like also too, like, yes, you're not a graphic designer, so you don't want to criticize, but I'm not a pilot, but I can criticize when the plane crashes. And that's where we are. Like, I have enough knowledge to know that these things look awful. That's fair. Absolutely awful. <laughs> um, but I I loved every moment of this whole thing. Like, it was brilliant from start to finish. Um, okay, so Sammy's sad face, so heartbreaking. I know. He's on an emotional roller coaster, like, yes! every week with this. It's like, Sammy, when are you going to get off this ride? Because I feel like being in the bloodline, you're having more lows than highs, it seems. Yeah, it's not It's not worth it, buddy. Like, they're not, they're not good to you. No. Also, I was dying before it even got really, really funny because when Jay started freaking out, like, he kept calling Sammy Oos and telling him he's a fake-ass <laughs> Oos and he's not an Oos. And I'm like, the nuance of this discourse is beyond me. It's like he I didn't mean follow. to. He didn't mean to call him Oos, and he's like, "Shit, I gotta, how am I gonna cover that up? You're a fake Oos," is what I was meant to say. And then it just, it all came together. And like, at one point, like I thought Jimmy just might leave. I was like, I can't yeah. do this anymore. I'm just gonna walk out of here because it's like I was laughing as hard as they were. It was amazing. It was so incredible. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it so much. I saw it was a great a- moment. I saw a thing that apparently there's like some desire to do a program with Sammy and Kevin Owens together, but it's being pushed back. And I apologize. I don't remember where I saw this, but potentially being pushed back because things are going so well with the Sammy Zayn and the bloodline story. And I absolutely can see that. Like, don't, don't interrupt what is happening with Sammy and the bloodline right now. It needs to be drawn to its logical conclusion, which is unfortunately okay. murder. well i did get excited at one point because um as i've been hoping like jimmy and jay were up in each other's faces before like the hilarity ensued and like i'm really hoping that there's some kind of feud between them because i've never seen that before and i think that would be interesting 
I think it would be too. Yeah. Like I really, I'm really enjoying everything the bloodline plus the honorary Oos are doing right now, but I also <laughs> want to see it implode. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm ready. I'm in it. I'm on the ride. <laughs> My hands and feet are inside. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens, happens. But that's all I had to say about that match. Nope. I'm, I'm ready Or about to. that moment, I guess. Um, I, again, I don't really give a crap about maximum male models. I'm always excited to see New Day. I do. Like, I have some questions okay. about maximum male models. R.E. L.A. Knight. Are we ever okay. going to address what's going on with L.A. Knight and Maxine? Like, did he pretend to be Maxine's brother? Is he Maxine's brother, but he's like insufferable and makes everyone call him L.A. Knight at the holidays, like even his mom? <laughs> Are they siblings like the White Stripes? Like, what is happening there? I forgot that that was even a thing. So maybe they're just hoping that everyone else forgets too. I assume they are. And to be fair, the sooner we all put maximum male models behind us, the better off we'll be. But I just, I have burning questions. I'm sorry that I don't have burning quen- answers. Quenching answers. <laughs> <laughs> flame, flame retardant answers. I'm quenching not sure answers. But that that is all I had to add there. Like, happy to see the new day. Yes. So in the weeds. Yeah. On LA Night and Maxine. I try not to shut my brain down when Maxwell male models come on because I'm just like, ugh. Like, I just care about them so little that my brain yes. wants to be like, pick up your phone and do something fun. <laughs> like, no, I should be watching this. This is a good time to do Wordle. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm on the clock here. It's true. Uh, Sonia Deville, can we talk about how incredible she looked? We can always talk about Sonia Deville. She looked uh, uh, amazing. She did. She did. Like lady in a suit, mm-hmm. always that was a good some decision. Of the best lady suiting I have seen in a very long time. It was so well done. I I've mm-hmm. always been a fan of like the black on black on black. Like I think that's cool. But I t- I think it takes the right suit fit and yes. the right person to make that work. And she is that person, which makes sense because she frequently is dressed like an intergalactic villain. She is. She is definitely hundred percent. And I don't mean that villain be suited. <laughs> no, no. I think that's only a compliment on this show. Intergalactic villain is obviously a compliment. One of the sexiest things you can be. So, ooh, when she has a little ray gun, pew pew. Mm. If not, she should consider getting one. So, Liv Morgan. Yes. I want. I need her to work on her heel skills more. Ooh, like, tell me why. Tell me what's going on. I feel like right now. All she's kind of doing is making a crazy face and screaming a lot. Yes. Now, granted, this might be the bit, right? This might be mm-hmm. like, I'm just Looney Tunes and I'm going to scream in windmill. Um, so maybe I'm just, you know, not getting it. But sure. I, I feel like they owe her a little more nuance than that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know how much control wrestlers have over that stuff. I think the answer to that question really varies. You know, yeah. like, I don't think every wrestler has the same degree of creative control. That makes sense. Um, I do. Randy, you think Randy gets to do whatever he wants, whenever he wants? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think Randy so. Orton just shows up and is like, I'm here now. Yeah. And people just don't want to get in the way. So they just let him do whatever Randy Orton thing he's going to do. I think so. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're okay. I think 
I think, you know, she's having this sort of like coming unhinged moment at the same time that Bray Wyatt is having a coming unhinged moment. And it's interesting to see how much more detail Ugh. is going into Bray's story. I mean, excessive detail for me. That's at such point. a good point. And I, I also get that, you know, he is kind of like a top guy, right? And Liv Morgan is, despite having recently been champion, is not being not a top guy at this moment. So I get like not all storylines and all characters are going to get equal time. It's not a perfect world. But I think it's it's a little revealing, like how poorly fleshed out her, you know, unstable heel turn is going and how incredibly detailed his unstable i don't know what is happening with him but you know whatever is happening like how detailed that story is becoming well and it's also i mean it's also a variation on a theme with him like it's Mm -hmm. always kind of some permutation of what's happening currently like it's always bonkers there's yeah I kind of want to see like just like regular old Bray Wyatt. Like (laughs) I don't know what that would look like, but like just a nice guy you want to hang out with, have a beer. He's got his little nine to five. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what that would be, but yeah, I (laughs) I feel like they you know they kind of they ended her title, and now it's just like okay, go out there and try to make something of yourself again, and it just feels kind of like she's been lost. Yes, I think that's a really fair assessment. Okay. Question time. Oh, no. Have any female wrestlers, in your knowledge, have like a Paul Heyman type person, like a hype man uh, for them? You know, I, I'm going to say no, and then I'm going to be immediately wrong, and I'm going to feel like a jackass. It feels like but a I'm, no. I'm trying to run back, and I'm just, I'm just not... Like, I feel like sometimes Ronda Rousey did, right? I mean, she had Rowdy Rowdy Piper for a hot minute. Yeah, that's true. You know, she did have a hype man, and I think it felt more like an endorsement. Yeah. The same thing with Charlotte and Rick, right? Like, Yeah, but I mean, Rick has to endorse Charlotte. She's his kid. (laughs) That's true. That was really mean, and I didn't mean it. It would seem very wrestling world for him not to endorse her. Like it absolutely not as would. not as a storyline, just as like it just seems like there's some bad familial relationships in the world of wrestling. Just be like, no, fuck you. I think that's very fair. And also like, you know, Charlotte deserves every endorsement in the world, but I think that that would be very like on point. It just feels that way to me. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I I think we don't have I mean, we certainly, I don't think, have a female Paul Heyman. Right. We don't. Which would be great. It would be. I think that would be cool. So Emma came back. I don't, I kind of barely remember Emma from before. But, like, she has that fun tarantula move, which I thought was kind of neat. Which I had never seen. But, my, like, what happens if there's a championship challenge? And I'm sure this has happened. Like, more than one person shows up. You know, I think then you just have to set up the fight pit <laughs> and uh, let the cards fall where they may. Um, it, it is funny how typically only one challenger shows up. Maybe, yeah. you know, while it looks very spontaneous on TV, in reality, you have to fill out a form. You have to submit, like, you know, mm-hmm. some kind of entry, maybe write an essay. I, you know, it, it seems like it might be more complicated behind the scenes than it seems on screen. Yeah. 
I was, I mean, that's kind of all I had about that match. I, I never have a ton to say about Ronda Rousey, so. I was happy to see Emma. I also was just kind of like, well, Emma's fine. Like, because for me, Emma is a very good wrestler, but I just haven't seen her in a role that I was super excited about. Like, I remember when she had her Emelina thing where she seemed to be doing sort of a femme fatale gimmick. And before that, she had the extremely unfortunate role as Santino Morello's perky, quirky girlfriend. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and I, I got to be that. honest, like, there's never been anything related to Santino Morella that made me happy in any fashion, including poor Emma, but that wasn't her fault. So <laughs> I never you know. knew you, I never knew you hated Santino that much. I just, I, okay. So I don't like the wacky. It's a me, an Italian person gimmick because it's stupid. Oh, it's totally stupid. It's kind of stupid. And I like, he was always one of those, like, you know, it's like a funny gimmick act and it didn't work mm-hmm. for me. And then the whole thing where he entered and won the Women's Royal Rumble really did not yeah, that was delight not okay. me. And yeah, that's not his fault entirely. But I, you know, and I guess it's easy for me to say because I'm not Santino. But as a professional, that'd be the hill I died on. Is not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, he doesn't quite have the same moral compass as you do. I know. I'm really upright and correct about everything. So it's, you know, it's just a different thing. I don't blame him for that. But I think the two together just kind of. So I'm very interested to see what Emma does on her own without a weird gimmick that maybe doesn't work so well for her. I am also very curious about her weird gloves. I was too busy looking at her boots. Mm. And I remember not liking her boots, but I couldn't tell you what they look like now if I had to describe them. Yeah, I didn't notice them either. I didn't notice them. Was she wearing gloves? Yeah, they're, they like only cover her fingertips, kind of. Oh. It's very, like, I think Sonia Deville would like them because it's very villain from another dimension. Okay, maybe they'll, maybe they'll team up. They should. That'd be they fun. They should both get a ray gun. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, so after that match, two exciting announcements, I guess. I mean, that's how I wrote them down. Two matches announced for Crown Jewel. We were worried there was going to be a dearth of matches, and yet now we're just lousy with them. We are finally pulling it together. It was the 11th hour, my (laughs) brothers, but here we are. School bus was pulling into school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have Bianca and Bailey. Yes. In a last woman standing match. match. That's going to be bonkers. I think that's going to be brutal and awesome. I know. And then Brawl and Brutes and the Usos. Also very excited about that. Always excited when the Usos are doing anything. I know. I'm really looking forward to it. Two very good additions. Very strong. Yes. So I know that's kind of like announcing it mid-card here, but I Man, thought it was a lot fine. of fun. Um, I was ex- I'm. We see Natalia for a hot second. She gets beaten up again. <laughs> I, why does this keep happening to her? Like, did she accidentally spill coffee on someone's lap or something once? And now <laughs> she just has to pay forever? Well, and I just think about, like, she gets, like, so dr- Like, she's so made up. She looks so yes. beautiful. To be on screen for a minute. Like, so she had to travel to the city. Do all this shit to be on screen for a minute. Like, do they get paid that much money where that's worth her while? I hope there was at least a dark match or something because, yeah, that just feels grossly unfair and sad. 
I forgot about dark matches. Oh my god. Don't forget about dark matches because they won't forget about you. It's pff, it's been so long. I know. Um so my favorite lanky wrestler showed up. Can you guess? Can you guess? Can you guess? I mean, I would rather hear you say it. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. I wanted like the little excitement. I don't know if it'll translate over the recording, but you do this great thing where you're trying to like not be overzealously excited and it's like a cute little excitement. I I just did that? Yeah, you do it. Like oh. Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> I love him so much. Like I love him too. He's such a weirdo, and I just yes. love how like weird and spidery and lanky he is. And yes. he's just like ridiculous, but he's also so much fun to watch. I'm always mm -hmm. happy to see him. So I feel like okay, we were talking about the things I don't like about Santino. Everything I dislike about Santino is corrected in Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke definitely has this gimmick of being weird and wacky, but <laughs> he he's does. also an incredible wrestler. Yeah. And his gimmick actually works for me. Like he can make me laugh, but I still enjoy watching him in the ring. So Well, and he's not pretending to be an Italian. <laughs> you know, that also helps that he does not come out and like, you know, is wearing a Mario cap. <laughs> Absolutely. Ugh, I'm always so excited to see Shinsuke. Me too. I, I feel like they don't do enough with him. I don't know. Yeah. I put him in every match. I don't care. I'll watch him all the time. I would like to see a lot more of him too. And you know, maybe, maybe he'll start popping up a little more now and then, and we'll get to see more of him. I would be down for that. Absolutely. He also has great um, theme music. Entrance he does. music. So good. Didn't one of the WrestleManias, didn't he have like a whole orchestra playing? So or a I bunch remember of guitars or something. I remember him having a violinist with him. Maybe that's what it was. There was something totally sweet. <laughs> like, it was so amazing when he was walking. Like, were they following him? Were they walking yeah, with him? Yeah, the guy okay. came down with him. And you know, I'm not. I'm not saying there wasn't a guitarist a different time. I just remember the violinist. That's so sweet. And it was I'm very surprised cool. they didn't get Lindsey Sterling to do it. Oh, yeah, I kind of am too. <laughs> This is the episode of Wrestling is for Girls where I talk about everything I dislike. And let me tell you, friends, it's going to be a long list because it just I seems hate like everything. something she would do. I'm like, I don't it know absolutely her very does. well. Yeah. She's extremely talented, does. but from every video I've ever seen, I totally see her like making her way down the <laughs> ramp behind yes. Shinsuke Nakamura, like pirouetting or whatever. I think yes, she's like also she's a ballerina. <laughs> mm hmm. I need to ask about Madcap Moss because I, this is a question that I keep forgetting to ask. So am I not understanding the definition of Madcap very well? Like it seems like when you're Madcap, you're zany, right? Well, I think this is connected to the brief period of his life when he stopped being um, Riddick Moss and became Madcap Moss and was wearing lederhosen. He wasn't really wearing lederhosen. They were like suspenders and shorts. Do you remember that? No, I haven't seen him before like basically we started the podcast yeah he was like palling around with baron corbin when he was happy corbin and he had like and i mean i don't know if he was particularly madcap then either but you know he had a very okay. different aesthetic now he's gone back to his riddick moss aesthetic but i guess like it's more expensive to change him back to riddick moss than it is to just get him some black trunks so we've gone with the cheap and easy route okay i was just mm -hmm. like i was waiting for something like 
bonkers or crazy or fun to happen like a madcap but like <laughs> nothing was ever coming so okay i think that's a very fair critique like if you're gonna call yourself madcap you better be like honking the bicycle horn yeah or at least wear strange hats every time yes i agree thank you i feel you validated. Have support here yeah um so we got to see carrie and cross we did i was really happy were you still indifferent or did you feel some joy absolutely i was indifferent <laughs> but i i did like i did like um as he's like choking out madcap mm -hmm. he's cutting a promo and it was like yeah so weird and uncomfortable but like obviously it's supposed to be but it was just like what did he say i wrote something down it was basically like him saying like madcap's a better wrestler than you drew yes <laughs> he's better yes. than everything drew He's really determined to provoke Drew. And I think, so on one hand, I'm very glad that Drew got to be with Seamus for his wedding celebration. But on the other hand, I'm like, dude, you had a commitment. How is our entertainment not more important than your friend's wedding? Is that where Drew was? Yeah. Aw. Yeah, I believe sweet. he was the best man at Seamus's wedding, which oh is my very God, nice. That's adorable. I wonder if he wore a kilt. Did he wear a kilt? Did you see pictures? I did not see any waist down pictures of Drew. Okay. I I do think that if this continues with you and Drew, that we are going to have to change this podcast to Drew is for girls. <laughs> and we're just gonna we're just gonna do a Drew McIntyre podcast. And I'm not upset about it. I mean, I love Drew. I mean, at all phases of my wrestling watching life, there has to be at least one active wrestler who I'm like invested in. I get that. Emotionally, yeah. physically, all of these things. So like right now mm -hmm. it's Drew. There's nothing wrong with Drew is a great choice for that. He is. He's absolutely a great choice. I was also thinking, watching this match and thinking about Scarlett and Karrion Cross in days past, like WWE is having a real moment for men who are into dominant women right now. That's true. You know, like she's kind of, she feels like a showrunner to me. And we've got Rhea and Dominic. Like it is time if you are looking for a woman to step on you to be a wrestling fan. Do we think this is at all reflective of Triple H and Stephanie's relationship? I mean, that that would be hilarious and incredible. I would love that so much. Like, Triple H is like, yeah, I mean, why don't we have more storylines like this? It's pretty cool. And Stephanie's like, yes, why don't we? Let's have some more strong ass-kicking women who are in charge. Let's do it. Exactly. And uh, exactly. if so, thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Loving it. You could ask him in this week's letter. You know what? I, it's a sensitive subject, but I will pop it in the letter and I'll let you know what happens. I mean, maybe you could just be like, you know, I've seen some really interesting dynamics on the show as mm -hmm. of late, Mr. H. Do you, where do you draw your inspiration from? Daily life? Question mark. Do you shame that kink or claim that kink? <laughs> question we should all be asking ourselves daily about it it's true wake up in the morning shame or claim mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that's all i had about that match though nope me too i enjoyed it unlike you i am becoming more invested in carrying cross i really like him so i am excited to see like what happens going forward for him me too i i mean yeah I'm interested in carrying cross with Drew, as you know. Not that I'm like uninterested in anything else, but nothing wrong with that. Look, you've got a star in your sky right now, and it's the North Star, and that's okay. <laughs> that's a really fun thing to have. 
It is. Do you have one? I don't think so right now. I think my heart oh. is uh, is open. Okay. But I'm just like, I'm enjoying a lot of people right now. I am feeling kind of polyamorous about wrestling fandom. Okay. I'm just all right. seeing a few people and letting them all be something unique to me because not, not a single individual wrestler can be everything to me, you know? That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, Going back to Bray Wyatt. So like, yes. okay. Like I need something to happen. Like I feel like they just keep getting entrances. I do like his entrance music. I do too. But like a couple of things I wrote down Bray Wyatt more like Bray Wait it. <laughs> That's it. Shut down the show. It'll never be this good again. Because <laughs> it's fucking taking so long. But is he campaigning to be a manic pixie dream boy? Because Ooh. he he feels so much. Like he doesn't feel things like other people feel yeah. things. And he, you know, is probably really into the Smiths and I you know, has we can smell our own. You know, he, he either feels too little or too much. Like, he's just kind of like, uh. So, I mean, we they finally revealed this, you know, old Cajun Colonel Sanders. Captain ghost, Howdy. Ghost of Colonel mine. Sanders. Uncle Howdy. Oh, it's right. It's Uncle Howdy. I'm so but, sorry. But it's interesting that you bring that up because it made me think of Captain Howdy. From The which, Exorcist. Well, yeah, my brain didn't go there first. My brain went to Twisted Sister because Twisted oh. Sister has a song called Captain Howdy. Ah, okay. On their 1984 album. I cannot remember the name of it, but I can picture it. Anyway, D. Snyder's on the cover with this like giant bone full like with meat all over it. Stay Hungry. That's the name of the album. And I loved that song and I was like, oh my God, is that a Twisted Sister reference? Of course it's not a Twisted Sister reference. It's a fucking Exorcist reference. Have you um have you seen Strange Land with D Snyder in it? Where he plays Captain Howdy? I have I don't no, I don't think so. It's terrible. You can skip it. Um <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's I feel like it's a real early entry in the torture porn genre, which is Ooh, not Ooh, no, no, thank you. Not my thing, but no. um unfortunately, I will never remember that it's supposed to be Uncle Howdy because of the variety of factors we just discussed but yeah i it's gross and i i don't i don't like looking at mr howdy <laughs> no he was really creepy which obviously that's the point i saw i need to remember where i'm finding this information i keep forgetting it was some wrestling news website i think i can't remember if it was ringside or whatever and i'm sorry but there's all these theories about who that's based on mm -hmm. one is like it's their uncle because there's a picture of, like, somebody Rotunda, Wayne Rotunda, maybe. I can't remember his name. But he had, like, a blonde okay. mustache and long hair. And then it was, like, a combination of things. So I can't remember what else. But, it's like I mean, that's not that relevant to the storyline. But It's, like, 11 herbs and spices of wrestling inspiration. Finger licking good. Mm. I mean, so... I kind of felt the same way you did. I wrote down Bray is trying to be authentic in a world that does not want the best version of any of us. Uh, I feel like he's really still going through his struggle. But I also wrote down, I am already tired of this. I am so sorry, everyone, because that's accurate for me. I mean, I, yeah, like, I don't know. I, 
I get people love the shit out of Bray Wyatt. Yes. I like Bray Wyatt, but it's just like, okay, can we make, we need to, let's like move this along. This is, I need some substance. I need him to wrestle somebody. Yes! Like, what is going on? It's just like these weird interludes. This is, this is a crazy idea. A really crazy idea. But what if we schedule a wrestling match with <laughs> anyone versus Bray Wyatt and any of his personas, past, present, or future? And yeah. also any of his imaginary friends, past, present, or future. <laughs> like, I just, I need to move past the high concept promo video package phase <laughs> so badly. Well, and then they keep showing, like, during matches, they'll do, like, a random cut, you know, where you see, like, the mm -hmm. upside down moth. And it's like, why? Why are we doing it. this? Like, I, there's no... I mean, is there going to be some great reveal and then there's going to be egg on my face because I wasn't patient enough and, you know, Uncle Howdy's coming for me? Or Like, I just, it's like. It's Don't just turn like, around now, but Uncle Howdy is behind you. It's just like so silly. It's extremely silly. And I feel like there's not going to be egg on your face because no matter what happens, the lead up has stretched into kind of this excruciating thing for me. So I don't think. I don't think if it's not working for at least two people that that means there's going to be egg on your face. The egg is on someone else's face. It's like every TikTok that has a really long intro so that it makes sure that you hit like the required viewing seconds in order for it to count as a view or something. And it's just like weird shit happening when you're mm. watching the video, waiting for the actual content to happen. It's like, guys, guys, I'm about to swipe. Let's let's get this going. And we are about to swipe left on Bray Wyatt. Is left the correct one? I think left is no. Okay. I don't. I don't know how to dating app. I. <laughs> I never. I never swept, swiped, swiped. Mm -hmm. I didn't do any of those things. So. I did dating app, but I didn't swipe a dating app. You didn't Tinder. I didn't Tinder. I didn't Grinder. Well. What's that other B okay. one? Bumble? I think you swipe Bumble. on Bumble too. Yeah, I'm not sure. But anyway. That's all I had about Raw. Those are my Raw thoughts. No, my SmackDown thoughts. Excuse me. Good Lord. I was thinking about Raw. You were excited. You wanted to get there. Yeah. And I am ready to go there with you. Hopefully SmackDown forgives me. I think, I think um, it will be cool. So Nikki Cross apparently hates everybody. She does. She doesn't have any favorites. She's like me. Everything is terrible. And what do you, th what is the end game here? What do you think's happening? Cause she's just kind of coming out. Like I, this is how I remember Nikki before she was just kind of like, and you know, like yes, frantic and bonkers. And then she, I disappeared for a while and she was a superhero for a while or something. <laughs> and now she's back, but she's kind of doing the same thing again. And like what, what is what is she trying to accomplish? I mean, I think that's the Nikki Cross story. Is she's not trying to accomplish anything per se. She's just doing some chaotic violence. Um, I think. I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a few characters where like they've been gone for a while, or they've been red and rebranded a little, and we're going to see sort of a, a semi frustrating but ultimately rewarding return to where they were previously. Um, okay. You know, I don't think every character can go back like that, but when you have, I mean, for me, a gimmick as painful as almost a superhero, like I am willing to suspend my disbelief and just be like, yep, Nikki is really unhinged and chaotic right now. 
Yeah. So I, I think that's it. Like, she's a chaos agent. I think she does it. I don't know if it's, I think she does it better than Liv necessarily, but like, it could be because there's already been an established, you know, yeah, chaos yeah. demon. <laughs> she's like <laughs> twirling and spinning. Um, but I thought it was really funny. The ref was like yelling at Bailey to get out of the ring. And then the ref just like leaves. <laughs> Got out of the ring. He's like, bye. I've had enough of the shit. We're done. Absolutely done. <laughs> I had a realization though. So damage control versus mm-hmm. Asuka. I always do this. Bianca and Alexa Bliss. To me, and it might have been the outfits they were wearing. I don't know. Gives me a gem in the holograms versus misfits vibe yes i think that's very astute child of the 80s thank you that's and i love it yes i love it both of them and the misfits were kind of cooler although i have to say like i feel like whatever team has asuka is automatically cooler but and bianca (sighs) i mean fair yeah i i think though that aesthetically the misfits are always cooler they are i know (laughs) just the way it is I'm just hoping that Bianca shows up with like giant star earrings and then at some point she's just like synergy and then disappears and turns into gem. She's wearing like a version of that hot pink dress <laughs> that Gem had, which uh side note, as a child, I promised myself that as an adult I would own a dress like that. Uh so far, no luck. But maybe oh one my day. God. I am now keeping my eyes out. I had no idea this was part of your origin story. Yeah, it was a childhood goal that just has not been achieved. I put childish things aside, and unfortunately, I put that dress aside, too. Given your sartorial, like, dreams that I've seen throughout our friendship, that makes complete (laughs) and total sense to me, and I love it so much. Like, I love that your love of, like, shiny, sparkly, awesome, audacious things had started at least at that young age, if not before. Absolutely. I mean, like, just to give some context for this, the last two items I sent Jillian trying to convince myself I should buy them were a rainbow stripe sequin jumpsuit and today a celestial print pantsuit with a duster instead of a blazer. So, like, this is my aesthetic. I'm not living my aesthetic, but it's my dream. Are you ready for this? That was a chef's kiss. (laughs) I feel so seen. Thank you. But yeah, like I would love it if Bianca came out like full on, touch the earring, turn from Jerrica into Jim. <laughs> like spin. Amazing. Yes. Like kind of like some, you know, drag queens have those amazing outfits where they just like spin around and then their outfit is different because they've mm-hmm. like done some incredible seams- seamstressing like that. Yes. Like something like that. That would be, I would never recover in the best way. Such a good eye on that one. Cannot agree <laughs> more. 20 of 10. Do you have anything else you want to say about that? So only one thing that, um, you know, I like that Bianca was, you know, holding her own, obviously, but having a moment of struggle. And then like after that passed, Asuka and Alexa were like, yeah, we'll come out. She's suffered enough. I always <laughs> like it when a wrestler's friends are like, they'll be okay. I'm going to finish my pop. I know. It just always makes me laugh so hard. It's like. Yeah, what were they doing? Were they waiting to see how it was going? Or, like, did they not realize she was wrestling tonight? <laughs> like, oh, shit. And we're, like, up on the 15th floor, like, I don't know, doing some yoga or something. And, like, oh, shit, Bianca's in trouble. Let's go. She activated the Bel Air signal and they <laughs> had to come running down. They are synergy. They are synergy. <laughs> 
Um, I would like to say that I was extremely uncomfortable with how much Bobby Lashley was saying he was going to expose Brock Lesnar. It yes, was just thank over you. And over again, and I was like, okay, all right, BL, let's uh, let's dial it down a little bit. We've said expose about three hundred twenty-nine times. Let's all take a breath, have a glass of water, and then strike this from the record. <laughs> yep. But things got heated, and things, Dad had to come out. Things did get heated, and Dad had to come out and regulate, and he was pissed. He was going to turn that car around. He was so <laughs> pissed. It was amazing. And someone, like, there's, like, this giant crowd of people, and I see someone holding up a slide. Like, are they going to hit somebody with their, oh. like... You know who what that was, was right? That was Matt Riddle with his flippy floppies. I don't know that it was Matt Riddle. It I was thought some it was those were his shoes. I know. I was. I didn't see him, but maybe it was, it was him. I love the idea of him holding up his shoe, though. If that was him, that's incredible. Just think about who on any WWE roster today is more likely to see an epic brawl and decide that his contribution is holding up flip flops. <laughs> I'm gonna I mean, die on that. And he's hill. super famous. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I thought, I also thought like, you know, Bobby kept talking about like how Brock is like a Bobby, Bobby Lashley wannabe. And I, I don't think uh -huh. that's who Brock is. I, no. I think he's a redneck hipster. I think I was yeah. right about this. Like he loves line dancing, but it's the songs you don't know. Yep. And it's at a honky tonk that you haven't heard of. It's pretty exclusive. You know, mm -hmm. like this is, so I think we know who Brock Lesnar is. I, yeah, I think we do. I think we get it. Although Bobby Lashley looked very handsome. I'll give him that. He looked very cleaned up. Yes. Well-dressed. Great sunglasses. Very nice sunglasses. I know. He was very cute. Good look for Bobby Lashley. But yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that match will be interesting because they seem very willing to destroy themselves. Mm -hmm. So it'll be very physical. Yeah. Somebody's going to get exposed. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just like, okay, can we just... <laughs> so much exposure it was us who got exposed all along um i don't know if you noticed but seth rollins seems to have some frosted tips now i couldn't i wasn't sure if anybody could tell with the way he was like flipping his hair everywhere he was so like do you guys see my tips look check out my hair i got my hair done he was absolutely like a girl who got some braids done on her family's caribbean vacation and like wanted you to know what do you like, think it around what do you think of the highlights? I don't like them. I hate them. <laughs> like, it reminds me when he had that dumb white streak on the side of his, like the side skunk. Like, yeah. I just, like, I like his hair dark. I don't know. I mean, it's his body, you know, his body, his choice. But I just, like, I feel like it's just goofy looking. Like, he should have, if he was going to do that, then add some color. That would be cool. I don't know. Put some pink in there. Put some Ooh, green like, in there. Yes. Put some of those neon colors that he likes. Yeah. But I feel like it was just, I was like, you wanted to do something with your hair and you did this. Like, come on. It was a choice. I I also feel like Seth has to accept that those of us with dark hair don't bleach easy. Like the results are not pleasing without a lot of processing. It's like, you're going to get brassy. You're going to get brittle. You're already a little brittle, Seth. I love you, but your hair texture, it needs conditioner. Yeah. He's not going to use a purple shampoo. You know, I just, I see where this is headed. <laughs> I've been down this road myself. He's not getting regular trims to cut the dead Absolutely. ends. Absolutely. Come on, Seth. 
I don't really have anything else to say about that. <laughs> like it was I mean, a fun match. I mean, it was a great match, and it actually made me a little angry because I don't like Austin Theory. I don't either. But I really enjoyed that match, and Austin yeah. Theory really brought some amazing stuff to it. Like I was impressed throughout. Like I didn't take a lot of notes because I enjoyed it so much. So. I think that's probably why I didn't either. I mean, it was just like the one thing I did notice is like Seth smacked him in the chest and then Austin like rubbed his peck and looked at it like he was expecting <laughs> it to be bleeding. <laughs> I was like, okay, buddy, I don't. Is that a joke? Is that a bit? Like what's going on? But yeah, he I... shines when he sells. It was <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It really was. So yeah, we have uh, Roman Reigns is still struggling with the concept of oosiness and struggling not to laugh at oosiness, <laughs> which is one of my favorite things. <laughs> well, I have to say, so I know you love Roman Reigns and um, I, do. I have not always loved Roman Reigns, but I have to say that like, this has definitely made me like him more, I guess. Like, not the tribal chief stuff. I think that's kind of silly where he's like, I'm the, I'm the tough guy. Like, I I just kind of like the stuff yeah. where he's like kind of goofy. I mean, I feel like he can, I feel like he can do sort of the heelish leader of a stable well. And I think he can also just be really endearing when he can't stop laughing at Usi. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I just kind of enjoy both sides of him. I feel like, you know, we all loved Roman Reigns when he was in the Shield. And then the year that Daniel Bryan was supposed to win the Royal Rumble and didn't, it was kind of like collectively determined that it was Roman Reigns' fault, even though it wasn't. And I like seeing him... I don't know, like, I like seeing the fans react positively to him. Not that he is always getting, you know, cheered for his actions, but yeah. I am very happy to see him where he is. I also really liked him just being like, I'm not going to be humble anymore. It's like, sir, has this been your version of humble? I know. Wow. I don't remember him ever being humble. But, like, good for him, you know? Good for you, Roman. I'm glad that you're feeling yourself. You know, we all need our moxie. You found yours. I agree. I think it's also probably like it's harder to be humble about Logan Paul beating you at a pay-per-view. Like I'd probably be pretty resistant to that as well. I'm looking forward to talking about our crown jewel picks because yeah, me I too. have so many conflicting thoughts. <laughs> well, what do we have left before we get to them? Well, um, I don't Oh, go ahead. I don't have a lot to say about the Judgment Day versus the OC, other than that I enjoyed it a lot. Me too. Usually a sign of me enjoying something a lot is not having a ton to say about it. Me too. It. I, I really wanted, like when Rhea was like gesturing, you know, like come at me, I wanted one of them to come at her because I wanted to watch yes. her kick, them, kick their asses. I was just so disappointed mm -hmm. that that didn't happen. I'm just like, that's all I want in the world right now. <laughs> it's like that. Yes. I want to see her destroy just a series of Yes. Movies, end them yes please that would be wonderful i'm ready for it um so i have a couple thoughts about jbl yeah hit me with it so i understood right. roughly one percent of all the shit he was saying at the beginning in his monologue where he's like <laughs> roger staubach and you know whatever um i've did foghorn leghorn <laughs> i'll say i'll say so i feel like i think his shtick would be funnier if he just called everybody hippies, because I feel like 
calling everybody millennials and Gen Zers like is like out of touch, yes, but I don't think it's hilariously out of touch. I feel like so I feel like first of all, I want to know if he knows like in character that Baron Corbin is a geriatric millennial. I don't like does he, he know? He still thinks Baron Corbin's think going to save the apparently endangered wrestling no. industry. So I mean, I feel like he I feel like he does a good like old Gen X young boomer sort of freak out about the kids. Um I don't know. Like, I feel like hippies are so. I mean, he'd have to be much, much older to be upset about hippies. Well, I feel like that's why it would kind of be funny because it's like he's just like doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about and calling everybody a dirty hippie, which would be kind of funny. But I also feel like it's funny that conservative ass bag is kind of his like, like parody of conservative ass bag is kind of his character. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, don't you have a lot of conservative leanings? Like, I guess. It, it is incredible the degree to which, like, he can sort of, like, build a character and poke fun around that. Yeah. You know, like, I would not be, like, progressive white lady is my heel character, <laughs> you know? Like, I don't think I could, like, poke fun at myself to that degree. So, not that I think he subscribes to all of those beliefs or anything. but That would be amazing. I, it's a funny choice to me. I don't understand the obsession with safe spaces. He keeps saying, like... A safe space? Well, conservatives hate safe spaces. Okay. Maybe I don't listen to enough conservatives, but I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you should strive to do it more, but I I do, I think I get a sense more than you do that he's doing this thing that right-wing news junkies do. Like, the kids are ruining the world with their safe spaces and their sexualities that make me feel icky and the fact that they can talk about gender identity without, like, freaking out, you know, like... Yeah. I'm sure we're we're going to get there eventually, but you know, like I I feel like he's pretty on point for like a dude of his age who only consumes Newsmax and Fox News is like the most fair and balanced thing he actually gets. Oof. So from, you know, from a parody of that sort of character as a heel, I think it works pretty well. Well, as ever, you are more tuned in than I am and I appreciate that. Plus, I mean, his hatred of Halloween is like the most heel move ever. Yeah, I mean, come on. Everybody likes Halloween, JBL. Highlight. Get it together. Highlight alert. Our truth as a cowboy riding a tiny horse. <laughs> his teeny tiny stuffed horse. So great. Oh, it was amazing. Everything about that was amazing. Oh, I love. great. I just love that everybody, like whenever people start talking about truth, our truth comes out. Like, I feel like that's like. These people say Beetlejuice three times. We see Beetlejuice, so maybe you say our truth three times, and he comes out. I'm going to test that later because I would like him to ride his tiny horse into my Wouldn't home. Wouldn't that be amazing? You could give him some Halloween I'd candy. I'd be so pleased. Yep. Um. So Matt Riddle mm-hmm. looked mostly naked. Like when I saw him, I thought he was nude for a hot second, and I was like, "What is going on?" And I realized he was wearing tiny shorts. That were also like moderately his flesh colored for a second. I don't know. It was very yep. strange. But he was supposed to be Ezekiel, I guess. He was supposed to be Ezekiel. And I I think if you're trying to get someone to be your friend, that making your Halloween costume their injured brother is a really weird choice. Matt, he's not going to want to be your friend. He looked. You're fucking up, dude. <laughs> 
He looked like moderately offended that like Matt Riddle had dressed up as his brother too. Like Elias was like yes. kind of side eyeing him and confused. Which I think is fair. Like I don't have any siblings, but I think if canonically my sibling had been, you know, fairly grievously injured and then you were like, guess what I am for Halloween. I'd be like, wow, that's, that's a dick move, dude. <laughs> I wish you had Ezekiel a sibling suffering. now so I could try it just to see what would happen. I wish I had a sibling for so many reasons, but the world isn't ready. I was, but, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I wanted, I wanted to take this back a minute because when the show started, I was like, oh, it's not going to be super Halloween-y because you know, like in the past. Yeah, this was actually, I think one of the first, I don't remember a lot of other Halloween shows, so. Well, so I feel like when it's a holiday, there's like, there used to be a lot of like holiday theming around things. Yeah. And I was kind of complaining about it. And my husband was like, oh, I'm so relieved they're not doing that like over the top. Everything has to be shoehorned in because it's the Halloween episode. And I was like, what's wrong with you? I love shoehorning. Shoehorn all of that in. Everyone should have a pumpkin. But I think it's because we're Halloween queens. Despite that, I was really, really delighted with this goofy match. And it kind of like hit the holiday spot for me. It was I mean. There was a candy corn patterned kendo stick. Yes. And there was like candy all over the ring and like pumpkin heads. And and instead of the women having to dress up in degrading skimpy costumes, the men dressed up in degrading skimpy costumes. Yes. But you're right. Like I also thought Matt Riddle was mostly nude when he came. It was alarming. I was I, I will say I was a little disappointed that there weren't more costumes throughout the night. Like, I wanted more people dressed up. I don't know. It was Halloween. Like, yeah, I guess I expected more. Like, I wanted more spooky wanted stuff. More. Why didn't you do some kind of dumb Bray Wyatt thing during this? Like, I mean, I know he's on SmackDown, but you don't seem to care. You seem fine with blurring the lines there. So put that in your letter to dad, please. Yeah, I will definitely let him know that, um, A, he has adopted you. B, we need more holiday content christmas and thanksgiving are coming up and he needs not to drop the ball on these like a turkey on somebody's head yes please at least one (laughs) stuffing used in really inappropriate ways inappropriate stuffing um do we want to talk about the tag team match i mean we probably should because big things happened Big things did happen. There's new tag team champs. There are. So Dakota Kai and EO Sky lost their asses to Asuka and Alexa Bliss. I mean, I can't say I'm sad. I was not at all sad. And I was upset because I thought, like, I had hope. I was like, maybe they'll win. And then when EO was trying to tap out, and of course the ref was, you know, distracted. I thought, like, oh, that was the chance. We're definitely going to retain. And then they won, and I was really excited. I know. It was a great moment. Like, I feel like it's been a while, you know, because Asuka was injured. So it's been a while since I've seen her in the ring, and I just forgot how much I enjoy seeing her wrestle. She's so amazing. She and Io were so great to watch because they're kind of, like, the same height. And mm-hmm. so they were just like these two little like screaming dynamos. They were amazing. I loved like watching them was my favorite part. Yeah. I was going to say like, even though damage control lost, I feel like EO Sky was the MVP of that match. She was. Um, she did something on the outside of the ring that I believe 
they called a dragon screw. And I yes. was like, someone will die. It was so brutal. So yeah, I, but they really stole the show. That was a really cool move. I was like, what the fuck was that thing? I've never seen that before. How did that happen? How did that work? That was great. I was really happy. Was really Do you good. think this means anything larger for Bailey? Well, it'll be interesting to see how Bailey responds to this. Mm -hmm. You know, will she sort of like bolster them and be like, don't worry, guys, I'm going to get the title and you're going to get your titles back and everything's going to be great. Or is she going to go the true heel route and be like, you completely let me down and I am so disappointed in you. I mean, are we about to get a uh, soldier boy to <laughs> Homelander? Fucking disappointment. I, I mean, if she wins on Saturday at Crown Jewel, I don't see any reason for Bailey to hang out with damage control anymore. I guess there's always the reason that when you're a heel, you need your assistance. Yeah. Right? Like, Edge needs his Edge guys. Yeah. Rhea Ripley needs her flock of men. Yeah. That serve her. So, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see because I feel like the thing about heel stables is that, like, the underling heels will let themselves be treated really, really poorly. Yeah. I, for a while. I remember that with... um. Legacy was that was it Legacy? Legacy, yes. Poor Cody and Teddy got <laughs> railroaded. Randy wasn't great for them, you know. But like when you're a heel, you'll put up with it until it's time for your face turn. It's true. Or until it's time for the bigger heels face turn. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, I was thinking about that because um, if Bailey wins a title, like you know. Why well, have the hangers on? But you do make a good point. So that could be a good reason. Yeah. Should we transition into our crown jewel pick since we are kind of segueing our way in there? I think it's either now or never, my friend. I think we should do it. Okay. I think I wrote these in order of how they were on WWE's website. Okay. But we can also go in whatever order you have. I don't I don't mind if you want to start. I think I have I think I have um, just like bottom of the card to the top, but well, why don't you start? I don't think it particularly matters. Well, let's start with a Raw Women's Championship: Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Bailey, okay. I think I see Bailey getting the win here. Um, it feels like it's Bailey's time. It feels like right now, Bianca and friends have momentum. Of course, Friday could change all that on SmackDown. That's true. But, you know, it usually feels like when you have momentum, you're due for a big comeuppance at the pay-per-view. So I'm, what do you think? So I wrote, I wrote down Bianca just because my, my reasoning was like, well, this isn't like, are they really going to have the championship change hands at this particular pay-per-view? But mm -hmm. I wrote that prediction before last night's, tag team match and so now right. i'm kind of like well maybe bailey will win so I, I i have bianca on paper i'm gonna go with that but it wouldn't surprise me at all if bailey won and i'd be fine I with i think that. it's a real yeah i would be good it's just like last time i'll be good with either outcome i think it's a real toss-up i also want to note that the last time we did predictions was for extreme rules and my predictions were approximately 85 to 90 percent wrong <laughs> I don't remember so, what my uh, success or failure rate was, but I was 
probably less than 50-50 for sure. <laughs> Mine were terrible. So so yeah, um, you pull for Bianca and I will assume Bailey and we'll have to, uh, we'll have to see what happens. Sounds good. And then we've got the undisputed tag team championships with the Usos versus Butch and Ridge Holland, the Brawlin' Brutes. Um, you go first this time. Who do you, who do you think? I, did I not write that one down? I didn't write that one down. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, the Usos. That's my guess too. I don't think the Brawling Brutes are there yet, especially, um, well, you know, I was going to say without Seamus by their side, but Seamus will probably be back. And in action by that point, you know, I don't know how long one gets written off for one's nuptials. So, but I'm still going to call it for the Usos. The only way I see the Usos not winning is if Jay's temper costs them the match. Which could lead to my overall hope of them breaking up. So, um, not very Usy. (laughs) It isn't very Usy of me. Mm. I'm kind of (laughs) useless. Oh. So then we've got a match that I know you in particular are looking forward to. Uh, one Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a steel cage. So, okay. I mean, <laughs> like I have... Let's take it back. <laughs> I have to go with my homeboy, mm-hmm. um, Drew, because, I mean, Hello. Scotland forever. But I have, you know, the sinking suspicion, sneaking, sneaking suspicion, not a sinking suspicion, sneaking suspicion that they're just going to like, you know, rip it away from him again. I mean, I don't want to see Drew suffer that way. I feel like this is Drew's win. Okay. Um, The steel cage is a container uniquely designed for his rage at this point, you know. Um, And as you pointed out last time, the steel cage makes it harder for Scarlet to get in there with her mace. So I feel like, I feel like this is Drew's match to lose, you know? <laughs> yeah. The steel cage does put up a, an invisible barrier that through which like aerosol cannot travel. So. Absolutely. So up next, we've got Braun Strowman and Omas. Okay. Um, I am calling it for Braun. Okay. Because Omas does not get character development. Although. MVP does have that surprise for Braun on Friday, and I'm not sure, like, edible arrangement. (laughs) Welcome back. A welcome back bouquet. A nice bottle of wine? Who knows? I went with Omas because I want Braun to win, but I'm like, maybe they'll just change it up a little bit and try to create some heat for something else. I don't know. It seems to me like if they're trying to build up this feud and then they just quash it right away. Mm-hmm. That maybe, I don't know, maybe they're, I don't know how invested they are in it, but if they're trying to build up Omas and then he just like loses right away, it seems like kind of a weird build up to me. Well, I, I think that's fair, right? Because it's like, what are we here to do? Are we here to build an ongoing storyline or are we here to provide a giant man on giant man's like just punch fest? Yeah. And that will determine your answer a little bit, I think. I mean, probably a punch fest, right? I mean, well, and I feel like this one has followed or will precede directly Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Oh, yeah. 
which, you know, probably is going to be pretty brawly and punch festy. Who'd you pick for that one? I picked Brock. Yeah, I did too. It's not what I want, but I like him more now. I think I'm going to get. Like, I used to hate every particle of his entire being, <laughs> but now I'm kind of like, yeah, it's all right. I mean, he did okay on the mic. Like, it's not terrible. So, I mean, I don't know that he's ever going to get me to like him, but I don't hate him now. So, but I figure, like, of course he's going to win. He's Brock Lesnar. He always wins, right? Well, and I think this is where kind of where what I was saying about Braun and Omos comes into play for me. It's like, are they there because there's going to be an enduring Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley rivalry? Or are they there because the people who are basically paying for this pay-per-view want to see Brock Lesnar and another MMA guy have like a smash mouth yeah like all out brawl with braunch i'm sorry not braunch drama with brock lesnar just kind of like coming out on top because he's brock lesnar do you think that if if braun wins i'm going back to braun and omas do you think omas just like disappears (laughs) like like they only brought him in to build up momentum for this pay-per-view and they're like bye (laughs) I think that's a great question that I hope the answer to is no, because it feels so unjust. It really does. Like, you know, I I think one of the great cruelties of wrestling is sometimes there are no plans for you. Um, I guess it's just like in real life, right? Like sometimes there are no plans for you. You are not a feature character. So, you know, for the sake of Omas's uh, feelings, I really hope that's not the case. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Okay. So now we're moving on. We've got the OC, which is, of course, AJ Styles, uh, Carl Anderson, and Festus, or Luke Gallows, as we now call mm-hmm. him, versus the Judgment Day of Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and your favorite, Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> my, my I am heart. calling this one for the OC. I chose Judgment Day. Ooh, I'm probably conflict. wrong. I think just because so I like Judgment Day better. So. <laughs> I went. So you chose with your heart. I did. I went with sentimental favorites on this one because I'm just like I don't care about the OC. I don't want to flatter through I... the win. That's right. When AJ wins, reason loses. So I want the Judgment Day to win okay. because I love them. But I also wonder if they lose and Dominic is the reason they lose if he approaches the end of his utility. And then we see a, a change for him coming out of like, will he stay in the judgment day and kind of be their punching bag for a while? You know, will he go back to dad? What will happen? So that's, I guess that's my thing is like, I'm wondering if that will sort of move Dominic's story forward a little bit. I keep thinking, I mean, I feel like the breakup of judgment day is imminent. Rhea is... Mm-hmm better now like she's healthier again so i am ready to i imagine she's gonna start having matches and i never really thought finn fit that well with judgment day and i feel like there's got to be a way to get him like crowbarred on out of there and then like Mm -hmm. you're right like if dominic loses any utility like you said then it's just like i just see them kind of like breaking up and going their separate ways Yeah, I mean, I I think that's one of the things about these sort of like heel stables that only care about power and winning and being mean. Yeah. Like they're not, they're not closely bonded to each other like the OC is. Right. So. And so does that mean, you know, does Finn then join the OC? Maybe, maybe they'll take him back, but I think AJ's going to make him grovel. I got to be honest. He said some rude things. 
That's true. But he did invent the OC, so. It's true. I mean, so technically they should just take him back based on that. I mean, I feel like they owe him royalties at the very least. <laughs> well, to be fair, he invented the Bullet Club, not the OC, so. Oh, that's true. But yeah, that's fair. See? They're... See, they don't have to take him back. <laughs> that's true. I guess it's like I'm calling it all Kleenex when it's really just facial tissue. Mm-hmm. You know what it's like if um if we go our separate ways and then I start a podcast called Wrestling is for Ladies. <laughs> Like, I don't have to give you a co-host spot on wrestling is for ladies because so uh, it's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever leave me. I could never. Oh my God. I could never. So this brings us to the thrilling conclusion or what will likely be the thrilling conclusion of Crown Jewel. Uh, the undisputed WWE Universal Championship match with Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. I have a lot of complicated feelings about this, like I said earlier. So my initial my initial pick was Roman Reigns because mm -hmm. he's Roman Reigns, right? But they keep talking right. about this one lucky punch. And then all of the, you know, he apparently has adamantium claws under his skin or something, Logan Paul. <laughs> so I think that if I, my other note was like, you know, is Logan Paul going to win? And they're going to drag this goddamn thing out until WrestleMania. Because they could. I don't think. I don't think I can live with that. I've seen them do it. <laughs> I know. I so know. it's possible. And you know. I hope it doesn't. I mean, no. But. I, I mean, it's so true that wrestling years are like the inverse of dog years. And that they just go on and on forever. Yeah. So it's entirely possible that something like that could happen. I guess I don't see them putting that title on Logan Paul. No, because he hasn't, you know, and as I say this, I'm like, of course they would do this. They would do it despite me and they would do it because they do things like this all the time. He hasn't earned a place that merits that. And I mean, that's not, I don't mean that as a slight against him. He just hasn't been around enough. Well, and does he do the thing where like they give him the title and then he disappears like Brock Lesnar, right? And he just like yeah, shows Brock. up every once in a while. I found that so I mean, intensely annoying. I also found that intensely annoying. It's like you can't be the main character and then only appear every fourth chapter. It's so frustrating. That's not, yeah. Not how it works. Um, so I really hope something like that doesn't happen. I am going into this looking at Logan Paul as a novelty act, which mm -hmm. may not be fair to Mr. Paul. But um, I, I guess I cannot allow myself to believe that that will be the outcome. I, I don't want it to be. And I think... I think it could be a novelty act, right? They bring him in and that comes to a head at crown jewel. Right. So then after that, he just like slinks off. I don't know, back into the sewer from whence he came, but I just feel like that way it isn't, it's, it ties it off neatly with a bow, right? Because mm -hmm. they've, they have the YouTube superstar for their pay-per-view and now he's done. And I feel like there's nothing to say that he won't be a repeat character, right? Like, what do they call it when you're not, you're not a main cast member, you're a reoccurring character. Mm -hmm. So you're not in every episode, but you do show up from time to time. And it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if that's the future we're looking at for Logan Paul. I just want that to be an infrequent reoccurring character and a future that does not involve him having a prestigious championship. Yeah. It's like the opening credits of a television show. And it's like with Logan Paul. Yes, with Logan Paul. So he's there sometimes, but he's not. But I would like him not to be in the credits at all. 
Yeah, same. Go same. away. I am I'm really hoping that Saturday is one of the last times we have to experience Logan Paul, at least for a while. I guess his brother won his MMA match or something. He did, yeah, he did. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. I just it's just really <laughs> awful when bad people succeed. It is really awful. It feels really unjust. And I guess, you know, that's that's why heels are so much fun to hate, right? That's true. We hate to see them succeed. Unless they're our favorite heels. And then we love to see them succeed. Judgment Day, I'm looking at you. It's true. Yeah, I don't want to see him break up, but I also don't want to see Dominic Mysterio anymore. So <laughs> Well, maybe it's his time. I don't I have a feeling you're gonna be dealing with Dominic Mysterio for a few years to come. I am very certain that I am. And it's it's okay. Maybe he'll en- maybe he'll endear himself to me. I doubt it, but maybe. Well, you know, you are. I think you have a wonderful capacity to be open minded about things like this. Even when you're like, no, I hate him forever. You'll come around. I mean, you came around on Brock. Sort of. I'm not saying I'm fully around. I'm like, kind of looking back <laughs> over my shoulder a little bit at Brock. Like maybe. You're like a half circle. I can't commit. Not fully around. That's and you don't have to. Thank you. That's the wonderful thing about wrestling. It asks almost nothing of you in way of commitment. Well, those are our crown jewel picks. Yeah, I'm, you know, cautiously more excited than I was. Me too. A few weeks ago. So, you know, good work, everybody, uh, getting this pay per view together. As a reminder, it starts at noon on Saturday. <laughs> so I, I was glad that I found that information because I would have absolutely missed it and then been like, why isn't it on at six? You know, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said something. They're half the world away. Of course, it's going to be earlier in the daytime. Well, and I feel like on one hand, I'm like, why is on too late? And I can't stay up because I get sleepy after 730. But now I'm like, noon. <laughs> what is this like for children? <laughs> so clearly nothing is acceptable. That means I have to get up at like seven to make all of the hors d'oeuvres I'm going to make for myself. Oh my gosh. I know. It's like a, a day long process. I feel you on that. But I'm still looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. I think it's going to be good. I think the hors d'oeuvres will be good. Yes. You know, and you know, I, I do feel like we've got a lot of suspense around this. We don't know what's going to happen. No, it in some cases. I do like that it feels unknown to me. Sometimes for a long mm-hmm. time, everything felt very predictable. And either I've like bought in totally or everything really is unpredictable. And that's fun either way. I agree. Either one is perfectly okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about this week? No, I, th- I think that's it. I think we've had a really full episode. I think, you know, when next we meet, we're going to have a lot to talk about. So that's I true. think this is a good place to uh, thank our friends for joining us and uh, wish them a wonderful week ahead. Yeah, thank you again, everybody, for joining us. And remember, you can find us at wrestlingisforgirls.com and also on Twitter at WIFGirlsPod. And we will talk to you next week. 